0: You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to A Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. We're going to look at Psalm 3 today. It's a short eight-verse psalm, and it says at the beginning, you know, these these are these inscriptions at the beginning are very old. The editor, whoever, in back in the time of Israel, hundreds of years before the time of Christ, when these psalms were collected and put together in the form that they appear in Scripture, there's an editor's note at the beginning. And so this one says, a psalm of David, when he fled from Absalom, his son. So Absalom was uh, gone bad, and he was trying to take over the kingdom from his father. He was trying to do a coup, and it was a kind of civil war for a brief period. And, And so Absalom is trying to capture, kill David, take over his kingdom. David had to flee. And that is the time he's writing this psalm. And so again, this is another psalm like so many if not most, are written in the context of fear, in the context of insecurity, in the context of not knowing how things are going to play out and needing to call upon the Lord. And that's what is the context of this psalm. And it says, so, O Lord, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no salvation for him in God. David is saying, my enemies are hoping that God has abandoned me, that God is not my salvation, that my days are over. Verse 3, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. Verse 4, I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek, You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be on your people. This is a psalm where when we're reading this, most of us are not in a context like this. We're not being pursued by somebody who wants to kill us. But usually we have some sort of context where we might be in a situation where there is hostility against us. There are people who are trying to bring us down, trying to ruin our reputation in some way, trying to cause people to turn against us in some way. Sometimes that's the circumstance of our life, and you might find a lot of parallel in this psalm. Maybe for you, it might be a situation where you're just not sure where God is in your plan. In other words, is God going to let something bad happen to you? And so you're wanting to pray. You're wanting to reach out to God. Now, eventually, God's going to let something bad happen to us. We're going to die of something. So we're not trying to develop some sort of false theology that if I pray, God's going to deliver me from whatever it is that's endangering me. That's not a biblical theology. That wasn't true for Jesus. It wasn't true for the apostles. It's not going to be true for you. So let's stay within the bounds of Scripture and say, though God wants us to make our fears vertical, he wants us to take our times of uncertainty, insecurity, something is causing us to be uneasy. Something is causing us to be anxious for our future, for our present. Something is causing us to worry. And we want, like David, to take that vertical. We want to take it to God. And I think that there's... Really, to be honest, there's, there's two phrases sometimes in Psalms that you might resonate with. Sometimes there might not be any phrase at, at this point in your life you resonate with. There might be one phrase that you resonate with. And when you're trying to turn to a Psalm and have a time of prayer and have a time of meditation, two phrases that resonate with you is great. One phrase that resonates with you is great. For me, I have two phrases from this Psalm that resonate with me. One is verse three, but you, O Lord, you Yahweh, capital L-O-R-D, the capital, all capitals that are translating that Hebrew name Yahweh, the I am. You, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. For me, whenever the Psalms are ascribing something to God, and they're using the name I am, they're using the name Yahweh, I want to take that name that God names himself, I am, and turn it and say, you are. You are my creator. You are my God. You are my shield about me, David says here. You are my glory. You are the lifter of my head. You are my salvation, verse 8. Salvation belongs to the I am. You are my salvation. Your blessing be on your people. Now, these two phrases here are are prayers that I've prayed a lot. I've taken this psalm over the years, and especially verse 3 is something I just sort of have in my memory. It's not a hard thing to have in your memory. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Whenever I'm feeling insecure, whenever I'm feeling like, The narrative of my life is not going the way I want. Whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a situation where I'm not sure, but I'm anxious, I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, I'm worried, I have a sense of anxiety, and I can just rest and take a deep breath and remember who God is. He's the I am. And so I can just say to God, you are, you are a shield about me. And that's imaginative language. God wants me to imagine. The Holy Spirit who wrote this through King David wants me to imagine God as a shield. What comes to your mind when you can say to God and just sort of calm down and take a breath and remember the name of God, he is the I am. You are, oh Lord, you are a shield around me. What comes to your mind When you think of God as a shield around you. Maybe it's a synonym of a fortress. He's a fortress. He's a cave that you're hiding in. He's your refuge. He is a shield around you. No matter what is happening, David says here in verse 6, I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. So he's saying, look, there's thousands of people who are trying to kill me, but God is my shield. The Lord, the I am is my shield and not one person will reach me without having to go through God as my shield. God is my shield. And so David says in verse 5, I lay down and slept. I woke again for the Lord sustained me. I can go to sleep and God will sustain me. He is my shield. If I wake up, it's because God allowed me to sleep and wants me to live another day. God is my shield. I can sleep because I can rest that God is my shield, and so he's in control, and I can trust him. He is my glory. And I think about these verses in light of the New Testament. I always do. We should always do that. And so when God is my glory, that means that ultimately my narrative is bigger than just this thing I see my life in right now. I think of Jesus when he says, humble yourself and you'll be exalted, but try to exalt yourself and you'll be humbled. I think of Peter when he says in 1 Peter, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up in due time, in his time. And so whatever it is that might be a threat to your security, whatever it is that you're anxious about, whatever it is that you tend to worry about, you're, not, you're feeling uneasy Sometimes it's because we have this plan for our life. We're not sure how it's going to work out. We're not sure it's going to work out the way we want. And this is a time for us to resign from that plan. This is a time for us to submit that plan to God. This is a time for us to say, you are the I am and you are my shield and you are my glory. And I don't have to fight for my glory. I don't have to work for my glory. I don't have to connive and to somehow manipulate people so that I can be exalted and I can be honored. You are my glory. You are my honor. You are the lifter of my head. You're my hope. You're the one who lifts me up. I can humble myself. I can die to myself, and you will lift me up in your time. I don't have to try to lift myself up. If I try to be my glory and I try to lift my own head, it's not going to work out well for me. But God is the one who's the lifter of my head. God is the one who is my glory. And this is ultimately what the New Testament tells us. Paul says in Romans 5, 2, that we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Now, this is the bigger narrative, right? This is our resurrection in Christ. This is being in Christ and the glory of God that appears to us, the glory of God that we will be transformed into. Paul says in Colossians 3, 3 and 4, that... Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. John seventeen twenty two. Jesus says, I've given them the glory that I had with you before the foundation of the earth. And so Jesus is bringing us into sharing in his glory in the resurrection and the restoration of all things, which is what Romans 8, 17 and 18 talks about. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And so even in times when the narrative is not going the way you want, times of suffering, times of being humbled, times of things not going well, Paul is saying, look, whatever it is you're going through, it doesn't compare with the glory that will be revealed in you as a co-heir with Christ. So don't try to exalt your own head. Don't try to take circumstances into your own hands. Let God be your glory. Let God be the lifter of your head. Put your hope in him, your hope in his resurrection, your hope in his narrative for your life, and your hope in his presence that he is a shield about you and you don't have to panic. You don't have to worry. You don't have to take things into your own hands because God is always your shield and God is your glory. You are a co-heir with Christ. Whatever it is you're going through, Paul says, is accomplishing for us. It's not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Jesus says, all of this is so that they can come into the presence of my glory And I share, I have given them the glory you have given me that I've had with you since the foundation of the world. I in them, you in me, I in you, they in us, this oneness that God brings us into, and that this is our confidence. This is our you are kind of prayer. You are my shield. You are my glory. You are the lifter of my head. And he says in verse eight, you are my salvation. Well, he says, salvation belongs to the Lord. You are my salvation. You are my life. And my life is in God's hands. When David says salvation belongs to the Lord, we can think of the biblical word of salvation, this righteousness, this glory. You are my righteousness. You are my glory. You are my joy. You are my shalom, my flourishing, my peace, my well-being. You are my healing, my restoration. You are my love. The love that I long for is only in you. You are my eternal life. I am an heir. I am a co-heir with Christ. I am an heir of God. And so this is the story that our life is in that we want to remind ourselves in times of anxiety, times of fear, times of uncertainty, times of worry. The real story our life is in is that God is our salvation. He is the I am. And he says, your blessings be upon your people. That God is, whatever is going on, is giving you his blessing as a co-heir of God, a co-heir with Christ. Whatever it is you're going through, God wants you to trust him as your shield, as your glory, as the lifter of your head, as your salvation and the source of your blessing. There's no blessing outside of his will. There's no blessing outside of his kingdom. There's no blessing outside of his being your shield, your glory, the lifter of your head. And so you can rest. Like David says, I lay down and slept. I woke again for the Lord sustained me. You can rest. You can be at peace in the plan of God for you. You can be at peace in the will of God for you. The shield of God around you. That God is your glory that God is the lifter of your head, that God is your salvation, and his blessing will be upon you in Christ. This is your confidence. So let me take a few minutes and lead you in a time of prayer. And I'm just going to focus on these two verses. I may say some stuff about some others, but I want to do it the way I do it, and that is I just find one or two, like I said, verses that resonate with me. And I don't worry about trying to pray the whole thing. This is not a Bible study. This is a time for me to pray scripture back to God, scripture that the Holy Spirit has written. And I want to lead you in a time to do that, so let me do that now. Oh, Lord, the I am, the creator of this entire universe, the one who has given me life, the source of all that exists, and the giver of all life, and you have chosen for me to exist in your universe And I'm praying to you right now because in some way your Holy Spirit has awakened me to you and to who Jesus is and my need for Jesus in my life. My need for Jesus to be my righteousness. My need for Jesus to come before you, to have a relationship with you, for you to be my Father, my Father who is in heaven. And i come before you in jesus name i come before you as a co-heir with jesus because of what jesus has done by his life and by his death and by his resurrection because of my being in jesus and jesus being in me and my being one with you because of that i come before you god of the universe as my father and i don't take that incredible privilege lightly That the God of this universe, the God who has created every galaxy and star and planet in this universe has called himself my father and wants me to come right now. You want me to come right now in your presence. You want me to come before you and you want me to think of this time as just me and you behind a closed door, my father who sees in secret. Just between you and me, without being any less present with anyone else, you are here with me 100%. And this is the image you want me to have in my mind. And so I do. I come before you as my Father. I come before you, just you and me. And I thank you for your love for me. I thank you that you, O oh Lord, are the I Am. You are God, you are life itself. You are existence itself. You are my father, and I am your child, and you are a shield around me. Nothing comes to me that doesn't pass through your shield. Whatever it is I fear, whatever it is I'm anxious about, whatever I'm uncertain about, you are my shield. Nothing will hit me. Nothing will reach me that doesn't have to pass through your shield. And you're the I am. You're the creator of this universe. You are more powerful than any circumstance, any plan, any random event you control. You are my shield and you are my fortress and you are my deliverer and you are my glory and the lifter of my head. I don't have to try to get my own glory. I don't have to try to lift my own head. I don't have to worry about me because I have you. I don't have to manipulate. I don't have to connive. I can trust you as my shield. I can trust you as my glory. The glory forever in Christ as a co-heir with Christ. The glory that will be revealed in me in a resurrection like Jesus. The glory that you died to bring me into. You say, Jesus, you've already given me. It's already mine. And I will be glorified in Christ, Paul says in Romans 8.30, that you have justified me and you have already glorified me. I'm not worried about my glory because my glory is in you. I'm not worried about my honor because you're the lifter of my head, and even if I have to go through a moment where I'm being dishonored and shamed, I know that it's accomplishing for me an eternal weight of glory that doesn't compare with any suffering I have to go through now. Nothing compares to the glory that will be revealed in me, and that's the story that you have given me, that my life is in, and so I trust you. And yet even now, Peter says, even now I can humble myself under the mighty hand of God and you will lift me up in due time. Jesus says, if I try to exalt myself, I'm going to be humble. But if I humble myself, I will be exalted. I don't know if that's going to happen in this life, but I know that you're the one who has it under control. You have a plan for me that is glory and to lift my head in honor and hope and and to exalt me. And so you are my hope. You are my honor. You are my glory. You are my security. You are my shield. You are my fortress. You are my deliverer. I trust you with my life. I trust you with my life right now. And I lay down and sleep in confidence that you will sustain me. I will not be afraid. I will not worry, I will not be anxious because you are my shield and you are my glory. You are my God, you are my Father and you are my salvation and you are the lifter of my head and your blessing is on me because I am your people in Christ. Your blessing is on me. You are my life, my life is in your hands. You are my righteousness, you are my joy, you are my shalom, you are my healing and my restoration. You are my love, the love that my life seeks is only in you. You are my goodness, you are the fountain of living waters. And so I can love other people because I'm confident in who you are in me. I can give to other people because I don't have to try to keep because you are my shield, and you are my glory, and you are the lifter of my head. You are my salvation, and you are my blessing, and so I can love, and I can have joy, and I can have peace, and I can be patient with others, and I can have patience in my life. I can have kindness in my life and be kind to others because I don't have to manipulate I can have goodness and work toward goodness and be good to others. I can be gentle and I can have self-control because I don't have to panic because you, O Lord, are my shield about me and you are my glory and you are the lifter of my head and you are my salvation and you are my blessing. You will bless me in Christ. Of this I am confident because I am confident that you are the I am. And so I rest. I can let go and trust you. And rest in your shalom. And in your shield. And in your glory. And in your salvation. And in your blessing. And I pray this in Jesus' name.